0: Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Pizanos.
1: Back to live action here. The Tigers are visiting A.J. Cornock Field, home of the Haverford Fords at 0-0. Start of the second quarter. They're going to switch sides. Now the Fords are going left to right on your radio dial. They're in Marple Newtown territory. Ball spotted the Tigers. 45-yard line, first down and 10. Durkin's in the backfield. He's in shotgun formation with Alex Drum. Two
2: men near side.
1: Passes complete to Ricky Dempsey.
2: Mike White in on the tackle there as well as the coverage. Um, Durkin steps back, three step drop and uh, finds his receiver open in the middle of the field for a for Ford's first down going into the Tigers uh, territory.
1: Ball, ball spotted at the Tigers 31 yard line, first and 10 Ford's 1147, 1146 says that clock ticks. Durkin in the backfield. He's lined up in the shotgun formation with Alex Drum and he hands the ball off to Drum who is taken down immediately.
2: Uh, number 67 for the Tigers. Zach Falcone in on another tackle, second of the game. Uh, Ford's still there running the spread offense. Haven't seen any uh, option for them just yet, uh, but they're uh, doing a good job marching down the field here on the Tigers' defense.
1: All right, so that was a pickup of about four yards. Ball's now spotted at the Tigers, 27, second and six. Durkin, as he has been all game, will be... Poised and ready in the shotgun formation. Alex Drum standing to his left. Two wide receivers far. One near in a tight formation. 21 goes in motion. Alex Drum takes it up the middle. Corey Power almost had him, but then he got a few more yards brought
2: down to the 16. Zach Falcone had him uh, right there at the line of scrimmage. He broke free. uh, Drum uh, tackle made there by Michael White and uh, Ross Binder.
1: My fault. I got those numbers uh, mixed up. So, ball's now spotted at the Marple Newtown 16. That was a pickup of 11 yards for Drum. And he's doing very well. So, first and ten ball at the Marple Newtown 16. Durkin looking, looking, looking to pass. Fires intended for Ricky Dempsey on the far side of the football field.
2: Anthony Rosanio in on the coverage there, uh, Dirk had stepped back, pressured a little bit, had to step up in the pocket as a quarterback, as you want your quarterback to do, but uh, he threw the ball to the ground for an incomplete pass, bringing up, uh, second down for the Fords. Alright,
1: so ball still at the Tigers 16, second and 10, 10-25 remaining. Number 44, Alex Drum is in the backfield. With Durkin, who's lined up in shotgun. Three wide receivers to the far side, one to the near. Here comes the snap. Ball's handed off to Kevin Layden, looking for some space to run upfield, get some yardage. Not enough for the first down.
2: Joe Vesco in on the stop for the Tigers. Um, Haverford offense running the jet sweep there in shotgun, picking up uh, some yardage and close to a first down, bringing up a third down for the Fords.
1: Alright, so third and two. Very interesting situation here. Ball at the Tigers eight, nine fifty nine, nine fifty eight, nine fifty seven as the clock winds down. Durkin and shotgun drum is standing to his right. One wide receiver far in motion, too near. Here comes the play and it's going to be Durkin holding on to that ball for a keeper. He gets the first down, but not enough for the, not enough for six points. Ball is going to be spotted. He's, ball's going to be spotted at
2: the Tigers' four-yard line. Joe Vesco in on the stop for the Tigers once again, back-to-back plays. Haverford running that same play this time on off the jet sweep. Durkin keeps it and runs it up the middle four, for Ford's first down. Ball spotted
1: at the four-yard line, so that was a pickup of four. First and goal, and it looks like they're calling it from the three, so that was a pickup of five. Durkin in the backfield. He is going to give it off to Kevin Layden. Layden is, looks like he's tackled for a loss, just short of the line of scrimmage, Steve.
2: Tigers doing exactly what they have to do. Defensive end Corey Power and Joe Vesco, both captains for the Tigers, doing a great job there, staying home and uh, interrupting the play there on the jet sweep for the Fords. Okay,
1: so that was actually a loss of two balls, spotted at the Tigers' five, going to be second and goal ball at the five, 8.55, as the clock continues to roll here in the second quarter. Zero zero, if you're just tuning in, Tigers at Ford's. Durkin in the back. Durkin is lined up in the shotgun position. Hands it off to Alex Drum, number 44, and it looks like Drum gets enough for a Ford's touchdown. Five yard carry, pretty much on the left side of the center, and he bangs it in. Steve.
2: Drum is that physical back that you need to tackle low, get low, get, take his legs out, cause he will carry, uh, multiple um, tacklers with him, and that's what he did there for the touchdown.
1: Alright, so my apologies to Alex Drum. That had to be the worst touchdown call in the history of sports broadcasting. So here comes the point after touchdown. Oh, and the it's a bad snap. They go nowhere. Once it's the bad snap, the kicker tries to pick it up. Number 31, Dave Russell, he goes nowhere. Tackled immediately. Tries to convert it for two, but that was, uh, that reminded me of Monday Night Football when the Eagles visited Dallas, and Tommy Hutton botched that. That's what that looked like. So, uh, or more recently, I know you're a younger man. Tony Romo. Sorry,
2: I thought I thought you were going there, Jim.
1: Yeah, that that that's showing my age. I mean, I, I still think I'm a young guy <laughs> like you, but no, I, I remember that. I won't tell you what state I was in in terms of my. Uh, uh, I was in the state of Pennsylvania. But I won't tell Your you my state my, of mind. My state of mind. Okay. That's correct. So eight thirty six, Steve, in the in the second quarter. Hey, you know what? You know, you don't know, you don't get the extra point there. Six nothing. That, that's okay because all we need to do is get a touchdown. We'll be leading. And uh, but that was a nice drive by the Fords. They had uh, uh, quite a number of plays. We'll have you some. We'll have some stats just after halftime. So they're going to come out, kick the ball off. Uh, they they came down the field pretty methodically. Um, but the defense has been doing what it's needed to do. I know they gave up a lot of plays, but um, I think again for the second straight week they've been showing up.
2: Yeah, Tigers have to take advantage of these uh, two turnovers that they caused, and uh, two special teams mistakes by the Fords.
1: Dave Russell just getting ready to approach the ball to kick off for the Fords. Rosanio, White, and Binder in kickoff return position. It's going to be Binder, or Rosanio, and he's going to let it go over his head. I wish that that the Eagles return man was here to see that. That was probably bounced just beyond the goal line. Touchback is ruled. The Tigers are going to start this drive from their 21st and 10, 8.36 remaining in the first half. If you're just tuning in, just joining us, the Fords are leading Marple Newtown 6-0 after an Alex Drum five-yard touchdown run. Uh, this offense, the Fords offense led by Eddie Durkin doing a nice job, but the Tigers have the opportunity now to put put a touchdown on the board and, and go take the lead going into Halftime. So Tommy Davis rolling out far side, passing, and that ball is tipped, and Vegso down the far sideline, 35-30, 20-10. He's tackled just inside the 10-yard line. Let me explain what happened, Steve. That was tipped once, a defender tipped it,
2: and then it fell into Vegso's hands all the way on the far side of the football field. Exactly what the Tigers needed there. A huge break for them, tipped into Vesco's hands, and uh, he... Takes it all the way down the field into Haverford territory, setting up, I believe, uh, a first and goal, or are they right outside the, uh, it looks like they're right outside the uh, uh, 10 yard line, Jim.
1: Now that looks like right at the 10, that's going to be a 70 yard pass completion from Davis to Vegso. Easily the longest of the season, and uh, easily the worst call of the season as well. Greg, Greg, I hope he's not listening, but Greg, I need you back next week, buddy. So Davis goes under center, first and goal at the 10. Tommy Davis under center, one man in the backfield, two wide receivers out there, one far, one near. Rosanio coming to the near side, looking for some gaps and some room, and he makes it all the way up to the three-yard line. Correction,
2: four-yard line for Marple Newtown. Good job right there by Rosanio on the sweep play. Nothing doing, uh, stringing it out. He cuts it back, breaks a couple tackles, and takes it in uh, right inside the five-yard line for the Tigers. Good uh, pass to uh the last two plays by the Tigers, good uh heads-up plays by uh, their senior leaders. Yeah, that was really
1: nice. So, again, folks, if you're having some connection issues, that's on our end, but we'll keep reconnecting. We're going to fix that at halftime. when We have some of our halftime stuff coming up. But don't worry, we'll get that corrected. 7.50 remaining in the first quarter. It's going to be a second-and-goal ball at the Ford's four-yard line. They desperately need this touchdown. Two men in the backfield are rolling. Excuse me, three men in the backfield. Tommy Davis under center. He hands it off and... Just at the one-yard line. I'm trying to see who that was. Sorry, folks. But it is Mike White who picks up about three yards all the way to the Fords' one. So we know this situation all too
2: well already tonight. Um, Steve. Tigers right there running a belly dive to Mike White who is stuffed. Um Right outside the one-yard line, about the one-and-a-half-yard line here. Uh, Same play that happened last time on the other side of the field in the first quarter. Tigers need to take advantage here and punch it in for six. All right, so third
1: down. It's about the one-and-a-half, and and I'm looking at this side judge on our side. And looks like Davis is going to take it. Looking for the side judges coming up. Nothing is ruled yet. It looks like it's going to be a pickup of a maybe one-yard or half a yard. So Davis clearly did not
2: get enough behind that center push. Uh, same, same thing happened on the other side of the field. Of first quarter, Jim. Fourth down and goal at the one-yard line for
1: the Tigers. All right, so Johnson company's taking a timeout. That means we're going to step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.
0: Another coffee shop? No, not at all. Burlap and Bean is a family-owned and operated coffee house. What's the difference? Well, for starters, ambiance you walk in through the front door, and the first thing you want to do is flop onto their overstuffed leather couch. From your comfortable seat, you'll notice that the walls have been richly painted with the warm colors of fall and host local artwork that rotates monthly. Sit back, take a deep breath in, and let the fragrant aroma of freshly roasted, fair-trade organic coffee beans roasted on the premises waft over you. Can you feel the stress of your day just melting away? Thursday night is open mic night from 7 to 10 p.m., There are always various forms of self-expression ranging anywhere from comedy, spoken word, poetry, music, and the occasional tap dancer. Burlap and Bean is transformed from a cozy cafe into an intimate music venue each weekend. Every Friday and Saturday night, you can enjoy a live acoustic concert. Get there early as seats are first come, first served. For more information, visit their website at www.burlapandbean.com.
1: Back to live action 642, remaining in the first half, Marple Newtown. Back to a a place where they were earlier, It's uh, Deja Vu, all over again for the Tigers. They're at the one-yard line, fourth and goal. So, breaking the huddle.
2: See the kind of push the Tigers O-line can uh, give up front. I expect them to run behind the seniors, Hamilton, and Power. Davis under center, three men in the backfield,
1: and there is a penalty marker down. False start called on the Tigers. But maybe Steve, this gives them, in a sense, a little bit more space to do something with a pass. Can you run it here from at this point?
2: Uh, you can run it here, of course. Uh, well, you're about six yards. You're on the six yard line now. Um, maybe a belly sweep's a good thing here. Um, sure, Harvard is expecting that play, but let's see if Davis steps back for a pass.
1: All right. So that was a false start. Brings the ball all the way back to the six. Marple Newtown's going to call another timeout. That means we're going to step aside. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.
0: Hey Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel.
1: Back to live action, Jim Olsman alongside Steve Reynolds and Sam Snyderman at A.J. Cornax Stadium, home of the Fords in Havertown, Pennsylvania, home of Jim Olsman as well ball is spotted at the six-yard line of the Fords. Marple Newtown knocking on the, the door again. Very close. Can they do it? They just got a false start, brought them back five yards to the six. Fourth and goal at the six. They break the huddle. 6.42 remaining in the half. Davis goes under center. There's three, correction, two men in the backfield. And the ball's handed off to Rosanio, but he only gets about no, he makes it back to the original line of scrimmage. There's a penalty marker down. Penalty marker is down. Unfortunately, this looks as though it's against Marple Newtown. If that's the case, they will more than likely decline it without giving them a second opportunity. Yes, it's against Marple Newtown. Looks like illegal use of hands. Block in the back. Decline. Turnover on downs at 632.
2: Tigers right there running the belly sweep, Jim. Uh, as I said, was, was an option there. They ran it to the, um, you know, Lesser side of the field, I should say, where the the ball was marked on the um on the field near hash. Yep, near hash. Thank you. Durkin in the
1: shotgun. <laughs> Alex Drum is to his right. One man near in, the, in in wide receiver position. One far. He hands it off to Drum. He's going to go off of left tackle, but he is tackled
2: in the backfield by Nick Rhodes. Nick Rhodes doing a good job coming up from his defensive back position and making a tackle. Parker Moss was there to make the play, slowed up um, the runner for the Fords there, and Rhodes was able to clean it up. Once again,
1: DeLonzo has an excellent game plan installed for his defense, and uh, we'll have stats for you after halftime, but they're they're getting it done. They're keeping, they're keeping these guys in check. Despite a 6-0 Haverford lead, Ball is now at the 5-yard line, so that is a loss of uh, correction. Um, it was at the 8, now it's at the 5, loss of three, second and 13. And Durkin hands it off immediately once again to Alex Drum. He's up to about the original line of scrimmage. Steve.
2: Tigers again doing a great job staying home. And uh, defensive end, uh, senior captain Corey Power in on this tackle there um, for the Tigers. And Jim, this uh, Haverford offense is no joke. They went last week, didn't punt the ball once, put up 42 points and they are led by a great quarterback in uh, Eddie Durkin. All right,
1: so that's back to the original line of scrimmage, which is the 8-yard line of the Fords. Third down and 10, still in the huddle. They just broke it. Defense is ready to rock. Durkin, shotgun position. Alex to was right. Two wide receivers far. And Durkin keeps it. He goes to the left of the center. And once again, he gets past the first down marker, And he's the go-to guy for the Ford, Steve.
2: Nick Rose in on the tackle there, Jim, yes. uh, Eddie Durkin is the go-to guy. Again, a huge uh, play by him running the ball up the middle off of that jet sweep, which is a very hard play to defend. All
1: right, so ball is spotted. At the Ford's 21st and 10 for Haverford. Durkin in the shotgun. Alex Drum to his left. Two wide receivers far, two near. He's calling for the ball. And... Gets the snap, hands it off immediately to Drum, but he is wrapped up, gets back to the original line of scrimmage.
2: Great job by the uh, Tigers. D end, Craig Hamilton uh, fighting off the block, leaving his uh, uh, sidearm free, and uh, the two linebackers, Cunningham and Moss, coming in and making a great play.
1: All right, so pickup of one, second and nine, ball at the 21. 405, 404 as the clock winds down. Durkin, shotgun. Drum in the backfield with him. Two wide receivers near. Too far. Hands it off to Drum. Drum run, runs to the left of the center, but he is wrapped up again. And this could either be a loss or back to the 21 yard line, Steve.
2: Zach Falcone doing a great job shutting the block and making the play on Drum, uh, the Haverford running back. And again, Jim, this is a young, um, First-year starters across the board for Haverford, so Tiger's defense has to take advantage of that, especially Um, up front.
1: So that ball is spotted just north of the 20-yard line. We'll say 20-and-a-half, third down and nine. Picks up a half-yard. Durkin again, shotgun, with Drum in the backfield. He's going to look to pass.
2: He's looking, looking, and he is sacked! Huge play right there by... Senior captain Corey Power doing a great job. He came in on the play, put his arms up thinking Durkin was going to throw, came back down and wrapped up Durkin for the loss. Fourth down, huge play by the senior captain.
1: Most definitely a play that Brian Dawkins would have been proud of. I've seen him do that on a number of occasions, and that's what he looked like, like a flying tiger just bursting out of the air, like you said, going to bat down the ball. But he actually lands on Durkin, brings him down for a loss. That loss is 5 Excellent play, not what Coach Gallagher and the Fords wanted. So, punt. Re- they're going to punt the Fords. In punt return with position is White and Rosanio. Punt, high end over end. It's not the best punt, but Rosanio's going to field it from the 42, and he is tackled at the 40 pretty much immediately by the Fords. There is a penalty marker down, to after the play. I'm going to say this is probably on the Fords.
2: Tackle was made by number six, Dan Kim of the Fords.
1: Okay, now that, that was sort of an odd penalty because uh that that umpire, he was in the middle of the field through that, and he was probably about uh ten yards away, Steve. So we'll see where this is. I'm, I want to say it's against the Fords, but it very well could be against Marble Newtown. Dead ball foul, personal foul against Marble Newtown. Now that's gonna push him into that was after the, after the, so it was returned to the 40, but it's going to be after the return. It's going to take us back into Marple Newtown territory. Ball should be spotted at the Tigers 45. We'll see how they walk this off. Now sometimes these guys do some funny math. Um, but it should go at the 45 and it does. So
2: that's a uh, huge, huge for the Fords on defense. Uh, Tigers had a great field position on the 40 going in across the 50 yard line and it pushes them back to their other side. So it
1: was a dead ball foul coming after the play. That's a killer. And um, what are you going to do? So, nevertheless, here we go. Ball spotted the Tigers 45, first down and 10. And Davis goes under center, one man in the backfield, one wide receiver near, one far. Ball's handed off to Mike White. On the far side of the football field, looks like he picks up about six.
2: Number 42 for the Fords, Justin Wallace, and on another tackle, but not before Mike White runs it up the middle on a belly dive, uh, coming across field for the Tigers.
1: Alright, so 205, 204, clock ticks, Tommy Davis under center, and a timeout will most likely be called, yes, for Haverford. So we're gonna step, step aside, we got bills to pay, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Back to live action. A.J. Kornag Field with Steve Reynolds and Sam Snyderman. Tigers Radio Network. I'm Jim Altman filling in for Greg Pecco this evening. He's got the night off. Balls at the Ford 48. Second and three for Marple Newtown just over 2 minutes 201 to play in the first half tigers desperately trying to get some points on the board before they go into halftime 6 nothing fords ball's handed off to mike white but he is tripped brings the ball out to the fords 45
2: yeah white again on that same play belly dive up the middle and uh, looks like he's a little short of the first down
1: all right, Steve. So, uh, again, folks, we've been having some problems with connections, but stick with us. We're going to take care of that halftime. Ball's at the Ford's 46 pickup of about two yards. Sammy Davis, Tommy Davis goes under center. He hands it off to Mike White. White has enough for the first down, brings it down to the Ford's 38.
2: Ford's tackler in on the play, number 15, Ja Thornton in on the tackle. And uh, Tiger's right there running another belly dive for Mike White. All right, so pick up
1: of six, first and ten from Marple Newtown Bulls, spotted at the Fords 39, and they're in a hurry-up mode. One man in the backfield, two wide receivers fo- uh, near, one far in a tight formation. He goes in motion, and Tommy Davis is going to pa- pass back. He's got Vexel wide open, touchdown Tigers! And that was a 39-yard pass completion from... Tommy
2: Davis to Joe Vesco for a Tigers touchdown. Steve, great play right there by the offensive line for the Tigers, giving Tommy Davis plenty of time. He stepped back, saw Vesco streaking down the field, and that arm by Davis that me and Greg have been talking about all season long comes through, and he delivers it right into the breadbasket of Joe Vesco. Beautiful touchdown wow. for the Tigers. All right, so
1: Nick Pizzatian to attempt the point after touchdown. Snap, kick, up. It's good. And with 105 remaining in the first half, we'll step aside, change the fields here. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Back to live action. Steve Reynolds, Sam Slenderman here at A.J. Cornock Field, Campus of Haverford High School. Marple Newtown just went up on the Ford seven to six. If you're just joining us, one oh three left in the first half. A thirty-nine yard pass completion from Tommy Davis to Joe Vexco. Definitely the longest touchdown completion of this season. And that was quite a nice pass, something that you don't see too often out of uh, Junta's playbook. So he must have been on the phone with Marty Morningweg this week. And we're going to have Pizzotti to kick off to the Fords with 103 remaining in the first half. Kick high, end over end. It's going to come down to Kevin Layden at the 10. He's bringing the ball out to the 20, 25, and eventually brought down
2: at about the 20, correction, 32-yard line. Mike White and Corey Power in on the tackle for the Tigers. Tigers need to do a good job here on defense. They have the momentum here, come going up by one point um, on the Fords. They have to stop the Fords here uh, with just under a minute left going into the break. All
1: right, so they're going to start this drive at their own 33. First and ten, 58 seconds remaining until halftime. And we got some content for you for halftime, so stick with us. Durkin's in shotgun once again. With Alex Drum, two wide receivers near, too far. Here comes the snap. Layden hands it off to Drum. Drum's going to go up the middle, but once again, that play is just not working. i let Gallagher call it all night. He is not getting anything on that, Steve.
2: And Jim, Zach, Falc- Zach Falcone, the junior, is doing a great job all night. Uh, standing up his uh, man in front of him on offense and shedding the block and making tackles all night. I believe that's his fourth tackle of the night.
1: All right, so gain of three to the 36 of the Fords. What is Gallagher seeing that he continues to run drum up the middle, Steve? Well, we'll get to that after this. Durkin, shotgun, drum in the backfield. Hands it off once again. Same play, and once again, maybe a pickup
2: of two, three, Steve? Yeah, Falcone again in on a play. Um, or, I'm sorry, Corey Power. No, I'm, that's right. Zach Falcone in on the play again. And uh, Coach Gallagher just looking to run out the clock. All right, uh, so this ball is the brought, the up,
1: brought up to the 40, Sammy, so you have that. That's going to be the last play of the first half. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, 7-6, to six, Tigers over the Fords, on the road at A.J. Cornock Field. Halftime's coming up. We have some content that we're going to be giving you. Stay tuned. Now listen, folks, while you're listening, if we have some connection issues here at halftime, Have no fear. We're going to get those taken care of. Just stay online. It'll reconnect. We'll get this taken care of. I assure you the first half will go better than the second half. Until then, you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network.